Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm super excited to hang out with you today. Today, we're going to talk about dinner time. Does dinner time feel more like a three ring circus than a really nice, fun, magical meal time? Oh, in this episode, I'm going to give you three really helpful tips to creating an easy dinner routine. Now, these are really important things that I've found to make our dinner time feel a little bit less circus like and a little bit more down to earth and that everybody can take a deep breath. So without further ado, let's jump in. Grab that piece of paper if you need it or a pen and we're going to get started. So for us, dinner time I know can be crazy. It may just be our house, but my kids are hangry. I'm tired and hangry. And we have found that small things become big things. Little tiny things become things that are out of control. No one has any patience. People are trying to get homework done. And also they're hungry and it's been a long day and they're tired. Our boys love to play outside and they come in and they're grumpy and they're thirsty. And somebody's usually gotten injured playing basketball or football or something else that they were doing. Everything just feels more complicated. (laughs) So I want to make dinner easier for you. I know for us, it's, as I said, very complicated. Things are just all over the place. Nobody's having a fun like time just sitting down and hanging out. So I know that these three big steps have really helped me. And so that's why I really want to pass them on to you. Just the other night, we had one child who... um I'd come home from a long day of school and they had basketball practice and they were working on their homework. And all of a sudden she just lost it without warning or anything. She started screaming, I'm so tired and so hungry. It was like an alarm went off of, okay, well, hang in there. We'll take care of it. Take a deep breath. And we just finished consoling our middle child after giving him a time out for yelling because he got really mad and just yelled at everyone. And I have to say, my husband and I were working together. We could not work fast enough to get all three of them into bed. It was a mess. And there are just nights you're going to have a mess. 
Well, every day you have an evening where you just, everybody breaks down. But will there be evenings that are just like that? Yes. But I just want to help you and give you a couple secret tools in dealing with all this craziness and helping you not to lose your mind in the process. Here are three easy tips that I have found are super helpful. These things help me keep my my mental energy, I was going to say, or my attitude and you're kind of in check, help bring patience to the situation and just calm it down. So here we go. Number one is to plan ahead. Decide what you're going to eat. So deciding at five o'clock or after five o'clock what you're going to eat never works well. We have found that we're all tired and we're hungry and deciding at five o'clock what we should eat. Everybody has already lost the power to make decisions. So decide early. Have fruits or vegetables ready to go so that you can dish them out and get your kids eating ASAP. Most nights we have already vegetables that are all cut up. So we have a bag of carrots, a bag of cucumbers, a bag of peppers. And so those are all cut up. They're cut up into slices, ready to go. So I can at least start dishing them out onto the plates and be like, okay, here you go. Just start eating this. Take a deep breath, have some water, calm down. And once they start like sitting down and relaxing and eating something, I'm finding that it's much better. But just to have that ready to go is so helpful. So plan ahead. Also, we have found that there are some nights that we just won't have enough time to cook or maybe we need to have leftovers from that night from something else because we're coming home from a basketball game, feeding the kids and then heading out to youth group or other evening activities. So just planning ahead, knowing your schedule for that week, which days are going to be rushed meals, which days you need to have leftovers, which days you can have a little bit more extra time to make something is super helpful. So deciding and planning ahead what you're going to eat is really helpful. Defrosting it that morning or the day before, getting it all ready, all prepped. I know my husband's going to be gone this next weekend. And so he made hamburgers early for everybody. And those have been great during this week. And we also, as I was saying, we just build in certain nights that we plan to cook. So Maybe there's a special night that we plan to just order in, or maybe there's a special night that we plan not to cook anything. We have a charcuterie board or we have something easy, but we know that this night we're not going to cook anything. It's just make it a super easy meal, super easy dinner. Maybe you have a frozen pizza in your freezer and you whip up a salad and you throw that frozen pizza in the oven and it's kind of a no cook night. So maybe build in a couple nights that are no cook night. Take a look at your schedule and plan ahead. Know which days you won't have that much time and which days you will. Okay, so number one is planning ahead, deciding before 5 p.m. about what you want to eat for dinner. Number two is the atmosphere. I have noticed that if I take a moment just to restart, it's super helpful. I like to turn on some nice music. We turn on maybe some Christian music on Pandora. 
to just get things settled and in the mood. I'm starting to dish out people's food and they take a seat at the table. Sometimes I even dim the lights down a little just so it's not so bright and heavy and our kids just kind of cue into we're jumping into a new evening routine. We're going to start dinner. And so it gives them just a new little ambiance. The atmosphere definitely does help of having some nice music, turning the lights down a little, maybe even taking a deep breath, drinking some water, taking a moment just to, to realize, okay, it's time for some dinner. Let's start to get the evening moving. Sometimes you or your child might need a five to 10 kind of minute restart. We've had times, as I said, where we have sent a kid out of the room, like, okay, you have a bad attitude. You just need to restart. So go up to your room for a few minutes. And when you're ready, when you feel that you can be around other people, come on back because we're going to start eating dinner in a few minutes, but we're not okay if you start yelling and screaming. So, and sometimes it's myself that needs to say, okay, I'll be right back. Mommy's just going to take a deep breath and then come back and start to make dinner. So that can also be really helpful. So number one is planning ahead, deciding before 5 p.m. what you're going to eat, kind of looking at your calendar, looking at your schedule, planning ahead of what you're going to eat, and also having things ready and on hand so you can easily start your kids eating or start your family eating something. And I've found that that definitely helps with being hangry. And once you start eating something and some fruits or some vegetables and drinking some water, your body kind of like, okay, we're going to start eating something and you kind of calm down a little, at least our kiddos do. Number two is the atmosphere. Making sure that the atmosphere is nice, doing your best to calm down the atmosphere and make it a pleasant dinner experience. And number three, routine is key. I think routine is my big one out of these three because it just is my saving grace for our dinnertime routine. Having a dinnertime kind of routine is able to settle your brain and helps you just not to be able to think so hard. You can just start going and working in the motions. And so it helps you just to relax and take a deep breath and get everybody going. Even if your kids are melting down, they'll start to settle at some point within the routine. They will mentally realize whether they know it or not, whether they're cognizant of it, that, okay, we're in the evening routine. We're starting to eat dinner. Okay, this is good. Take a deep breath. And just having the next steps ready so that your kids can move ahead in the routine is helpful. I know. So our kids come home from school and work on homework. The boys come home first and work on homework. And then later I go and get our daughter, bring her home, and then she starts working on homework as well. And I have to be honest, we are still working out, finding a good kind of rhythm with sports and homework and dinner and all the things. And we don't always eat together as a family but we're all in the kitchen together and we're sharing about our day and we're connecting. Do I feel guilty about sometimes the fact that we don't sit down and eat dinner all together at the table? Sometimes we do, but rarely. Yes. Do I give myself grace in this season that we're trying to do all these things in the evening? Yes. 
So for us, our eating routine looks like our kids get home from school, the boys, and then they're working on their homework until I bring my daughter home. She works on her homework on the kitchen table for a bit, and I start to get dinner together. And once I get dinner pretty much prepped, we have the boys come and join us, and I get the kids started with something to eat. My husband finishes up work, then he comes in, and sometimes the kids are finishing homework. My daughter is often, since she's in junior high, is finishing up homework while she's snacking on some food. So we just kind of go from there. We're all in the kitchen. We're all hanging out. Sometimes my husband and I eat while everybody's in the kitchen, kind of together while the kids are running upstairs. Sometimes we eat with the kids at the dinner table. Sometimes we eat after we put the kids down. It just depends on the evening and what's happening. But our main goal is to focus on being connected as a family, hanging out together, talking about our day, and providing really a fun time that we can hang out and talk. So as I said, those three things are super helpful just to keep your family going because in the evening, it's stressful. You're trying to plan a bunch of stuff. Everybody's hangry and hungry and doesn't have patience for things. And for us, I feel that I don't know if this is just our house, but maybe other houses, but every little thing feels like a big thing. This thing happened or I don't want to eat this. I have to eat this or some problem. It feels so large and so heavy that I think that the more stress, the more planning you can do ahead of time to make that dinner time easy is so helpful. So for us in this season, we have found that planning ahead is huge. It just helps it be more streamlined and a lot easier and get everybody fed and everybody happy as we're hanging. And number two, the atmosphere of just joking around, having fun, putting on some good music, that is super helpful because it helps us just to relax a little and not be so tense and upset with one another. And number three is just the routine of having things ready to go, of knowing, okay, we're going to eat dinner. And then after that, you guys get to have a little downtime, go upstairs, take showers, brush teeth, all the things, right? But you just know like, okay, we're on this rhythm or on this routine. I think it's so hard having dinner throughout the week. Weekends may look a little bit different. You might have a little bit of extra time to hang out as a family. We love to do more family dinners and hangout time during the weekend. We love to do no cook nights, some nights when we know, okay, we're just going to make it to Friday and we know Friday is pizza and movie night or, okay, tacos. You could do Tuesday taco night if you want, but... All your planning is a really key and helps you just to settle into that rhythm. I think the more rhythm and routine that you can have, the easier it will be. So it is my hope that this podcast has blessed you and encouraged you that I've given you some practical tools that you can use each day to save time and to help you balance work and family, to make your mealtime a little bit less stressful, a little bit less like a three ring circus and a little bit more fun and enjoyable with your family. Come hang out with us in our Facebook group, the Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. I would love to hear about your dinner routine 
and what kind of things you enjoy doing, what kind of things are difficult, all the things. So come hang out. Also check out my new website. It's birdmichelle.com. Come check it out. Tell me what you think. It's B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. All right. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 